Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Ghost Stories Tattoo Podcast, recording live from Ghost Stories Tattoo in the Ghost Story Studio in Anaheim, California. We have a beautiful view of Knott's Berry Farm and the beautiful fireworks of Disneyland in the back of us. I would like to introduce my beautiful eternal co-host, Myra. Hi, Myra. Hello. We will be doing this weekly. We are going to be interviewing tattoo artists from all over the world, locally in California, other states, and other countries as well. And we want to talk about their journey of being a tattoo artist and an artist. How's your week, Myra? Um, it's been a little hectic. Kids are back to school. I went back to work and just trying to balance both. Good, good. How many kids do you have? I have five kids. Nice. What grades are they in? Um, one's an adult, so she's not doing anything, working, <laughs> um, but she's not in college right now. Um, I have a junior in high school, a sixth grader, fourth grader, and second grader. Hi, girl. And you're an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur and a job. And a wife. And a wife. And a mom. Yes. <laughs> it never ends, right? No. Well, I'm glad we're here today recording. We're kind of hanging out on a Friday night, right? Everybody's out getting down with the get down. <laughs> and we're here just recording in the Ghost Story Studio. I'll set the scene for everybody. The ambiance is nice. Uh, the tattoo shop is closed. All the artists have gone home. Uh, the shop is nice and clean. Uh, we have tons of mood lighting, candles. So it's a, it's a very fun, relaxing vibe. So Myra, what do we have coming up in the shop? We've had a very busy week this week. We did, we just had a scavenger hunt. Oh my gosh, the scavenger hunt was so much fun. Chris had an idea of um, having a scavenger hunt and we would give away tattoos um, once you located our limited edition flyers uh, that our artists have made. So if you do collect those flyers, you better keep them, honey, because they're going to be worth some money, right? Yes. <laughs> and they were all the tattoo, all the, all the surprises were found in less than an hour. We had four all over Anaheim. They were. That, that I wanted to see that, but I was at work. Yeah. <laughs> but you want to say, it would be cool to see one, uh, one of the winners said, she got out of bed. <laughs> she got out of bed and said, I have to go find this. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and, and if you did miss out, uh, don't don't fret. We will have a lot of other fun things uh, on our Instagram page. Follow us at Ghost Stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, -E Tattoo on Instagram. And uh, you will stay up to date with everything, right? Yes. What else do we have coming up on September? 15th. 15th from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. Yes, we have our Tim Burton flash which is I'm so excited. Uh, we just got out, uh, we just got done with our Disney. Yes, that uh, was fun. That was a huge success. We didn't get out of here till two in the morning. We did. Yeah, it's a long. It was long a day. Long, fun long day, and we we got to meet so many cool people who are Disney fans, mm -hmm. which I always love meeting. So we look forward to meeting our Tim Burton fans. Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite Tim Burton movie? Well, I like The Nightmare Before Christmas. Of course you do. Everybody does. <laughs> but I also like Edward Scissorhands. And I cannot wait for the, the new Dumbo. What's your favorite? Oh, we got to talk about Dumbo. What's your favorite uh, part of Edward Scissorhands that you like? I like the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I like it when the lady goes up and finds them. Avon calling. Yes. <laughs> but, um, I mean, he should have just stayed there. Right. He should have stayed in his beautiful dark mansion. Yes. And just 
do his art. See? Another artist who just needs to be left alone. Exactly. Doesn't need to be brought into well, not horrible society and not appreciated for his art. But um, it's one of my favorite movies, too. And fun fact, uh, that that's Vincent Price's last movie. And it's weird because in that movie he dies. Yes. And then he dies in real life. So um, are you a Vincent Price fan? Yes. Yes, yeah, I am. I like Vincent Price a lot. Yeah. Very, very. That voice in his, it, his laugh it's just, is iconic. Yeah. Yes. And it's weird, too, how in Edward Scissorhands, how it was like a Stepford wife kind of neighborhood cookie cutter. Very. Those are creepy, huh? They are very creepy. I wonder if those really do exist. Yeah, they exist. Just look at neighborhoods all around the place. It's just they all look the same. Nobody has any individuality. True. You know, it's like. The newer neighborhoods. Yeah. That's just creepy. It makes me worried. Like, what are you hiding where you have to live in this perfect world? <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, so we hope you guys come and join us September 15th. 15th from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. 10 p.m. is when we're signing in our last tattoo client. So come on down, let's celebrate all things Tim Burton. Follow us on our social media pages to see a sneak peek of what we'll have. Uh, they'll range from $30 and up. Yes. Yeah, so we'll have a lot of fun. <clears throat> what else do you have going on here at the shop? Well, we were planning this podcast. Yes, this podcast has been like a labor of love for quite some time. And the whole purpose of this podcast is for us to, like I said, interview tattoo artists and artists from all walks of life. And just hear their journey. Because I think in this world, there's two kinds of people. You're either an artist or an art collector. I myself am an, an, an art collector. So I just want to hear the journey of all these artists. How about yes. you? Um, I'm married to an artist. Yeah. Um, he paints and draws, and he's a tattoo artist as well. So he's a real wanted artist. Yeah. I think you and I make a great team because we see you have the back end of what it is to really what an artist goes through every day. I do. Yeah. And um, it's pretty tough for them. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I believe they... I believe they're a special breed because on whatever their medium is for art, whether it be skin or wood or paper or canvas, it's they live a little leave a little piece of their soul. So I, I feel that it's we should give it the respect that it well deserves. True. Yeah. I know I tend to get pushy because sometimes I don't see my husband doing projects and it's like, what are you gonna draw? What are you gonna draw? Yeah. But I don't understand the whole I mean, I'm not, a, yes, I'm not an artist, so I mean, I just want to see creation, but yeah. I don't understand that mm -hmm. it's, it's a whole process. Yeah. It's funny, Chris and I, we collect sculptures and art, and we've waited for sculptures sometimes a year, almost two years. It used to get really frustrating because you're like, okay, why can't you just do it? But really, you have to just let them feel when they're ready to leave their soul, a mm -hmm. piece of their soul on whatever the, the medium is. So I think, um, which is pretty cool. Even when you, when you buy a print, you know, I see people collect prints of artists. Even when they buy a print, I think it's pretty cool that you can, you can have access to that. Sure. Yeah. So our first guest for this week is going to be Frankie Maheno. Is that right, Myra? Yes. Yeah, Frankie Maheno. Frankie has been in the tattoo industry for over 20 years. I've known Frankie for five. 
and Frankie and I met, um, my partner and I, we own a few businesses. We own a tax firm and uh, we do his taxes, which is important, right? Yes, <laughs> everyone do should do your taxes. Don't be messing around with Uncle Scam. No, now. come on. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and um, our, our friendship happened organically. And I think um, our business friendship happened organically as well. So I would like to welcome to Ghost Story Studio, the wonderful, great at what he does, Frankie Mahano. How are you, Frankie? Good, how are you? Good, thanks for taking time out of your very busy schedule to be here with us tonight. Glad to be here. <laughs> so I'm gonna start off with a couple questions. Myra and I just wanna kinda get to know um, everything about what you've been through. Tell us a little about, bit about yourself and where you work. Um, about myself. Um, well, I'll start with where I work. I work here at Ghost Stories Tattoo. Um, actually, uh, part owner. Um, and um, myself, uh, I mean, I'm an artist and uh, yeah, I'm a tattooer. I mean, that's really, you know, <laughs> that's, you, huh? that's me. Yeah. You know, this is all I really do. And dad, I'm actually 90% dad, so that's 20%. Art, is art, right? Yeah. yeah. Another another busy, busy title, Dad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know your kids, and it's it's a very where's Dad type of yeah. <laughs> scenario. And I think that's amazing that that another part of an artist that people don't get to see, right? You think you're you they see you as we see you as a creator, but also you're a human. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not just a robot, right? Um, so. You've been in the tattoo industry how long? Um, I would say probably going on almost 20 years. 20 years. And what type of artist are you? If, if that can even say, if that's a question I can even ask. Um, well, it was kind of an evolution. Like I started off with like in, um, I mean, when I started drawing, my main uh, inspiration was comic books. You know, I would uh, read comic books and I wanted to illustrate comic books the way I saw them. And then um, I was introduced to uh, Frank Rosetta, which is one of my like uh, like idols. Um, and um, my uncle, Danny, actually uh, introduced me to all that, uh, to art in general, but um, also all these different artists as a kid. So it was just kind of like my brain was always racing because of just so much like, like this, uh, all this creativity, you know, and I didn't realize that it was possible. And um, so it kind of, it, it had a huge effect on, on my art as far as like uh, where I wanted to, how I wanted to, you know, to, to present my work. And, um, and, and of course, as a kid, you know, it doesn't, it, I mean, I wasn't thinking about it like business sense then. I was just like, I want to achieve that, you know, like I want to achieve that type of, uh, that type of work. Um, and then, um, as time went on, you know, I mean, I did the whole graffiti thing. And, uh, then I uh, got into uh, tattooing, actually, after high school. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's basically how that went. Yeah, That's pretty cool. So you were a tagger. Uh, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think everybody was in my age. <laughs> oh, how I love the 90s. Yeah. Rebels and taggers yeah. and groovers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how did you like uh, tagging? I mean, it was just something that, like, I don't know. I mean, I look at it now, and now that I have kids, it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, and I, I can't believe I was doing these things. But, um, yeah, it, it was, you know, 
I mean, I can't really say that I learned anything off of it. I mean, I know that a lot of great artists have. I just, it just wasn't, you know, something that, that really helped me, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I, I still uh, admire a lot of graffiti. I still, I, I, even the, the older guys that are still doing it, the ones my age and stuff, they're still doing, you know, great things. Yeah. You know, can you know and it's evolved even more than than um you know than, than it used to be with there's so many great artists now that that mainly do you know work with the can and it's uh it's crazy you know like they, they that's evolved in itself you know that's awesome what um what inspires you on your art um where do you draw if you draw in any inspiration depression <laughs> um, um just you so know, it's a good it's a good uh it's a good medium <laughs> it is it, it is you know um you know it's uh not to get into all that whole thing but i mean that is one that is one of them but uh you know um music books i like you know i read i like you know certain things that i'll read and i don't read enough real books so i'd like to read like off of my phone and stuff like that but um i'm you know just stuff like that you know just just like um I, I don't like to um, use other artists too much as far as inspiration, but it's there, you know, I, mean, I, can't, I can't escape it because I don't want to feel like I'm copying stuff, but I mean, it, it's there. There's so many like great artists that I like to like, uh, you know, follow and look at their stuff, but whether it's, you know, pertaining to tattooing or um, just illustration in general, you know, nice. music, you know, it, it just depends, you know, what I'm going through. That's cool. Now I did some little uh, internet stalking on you. And uh, if you guys want to look at Frankie's work, you can follow him on Instagram, Frankie. That's F-R-A-N-K-I-E underscore M-A-G-E-N-O. Now, let me ask you about, you just posted this beautiful piece of artwork on your Instagram page about a day ago. Can you tell me something about that? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, a watercolor I'm doing for um, uh, an artist that I know. Um, his name is Echimu. Uh, from uh, on uh, Instagram, it's uh, E L underscore C H I M U. He's coming out with a book, so he's making a book of uh, all pre-Hispanic um, art, kind of you know done, but in the traditional way, kind of spit shade style, um, traditional, you know, and almost that American traditional, but you know, with uh, using our cultural stuff. Nice. Um, that's basically what it is, you know. And you should look at his work; he does a lot of great stuff like that, like very inspirational stuff, you know. It's, um, man, like I fell in love with his Instagram the moment I saw it. And what's his name again? Uh, El Chimu. Shout out to El Chimu. Uh, what's his Instagram? Uh, E-L underscore C-H-I-M-U. Okay, we'll have to check him out. Yeah. Um, and we look forward to that book. Also, scrolling down on your Instagram, I saw this. Um, I, I come from Watts, so uh, the Chola culture, gangster culture. It's not the best culture, but it is, it is a culture that what I was submerged with, so I do... I do identify with it a little, uh, quite often. Mm -hmm. I saw that you, a uh, while ago, you did this, looks like a chola, right? With a heart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell me about that? Um, I think with the, that, that painting there, like I'm doing a series of different ones, um, but that one there is is just like a like a, a modern uh, woman um, of our community, uh, indigenous, indigenous community, that um, a lot of it is really just kind of like how we forgot who we are. And, um, so I use the, um, the Jade heart and, um, you know, it's right in front and uh, mm -hmm. the bottom, there's a, um, 
there's a, a rabbit, the Torchli, uh, which is actually uh, um, um, uh, something, I, an image I used as a medicine for, for that painting because I mean, you know, a lot of us in the in our communities, you know, our struggle and our, I mean, it sucks. You know, we don't have that that uh, privilege and that um, that uh, the time to sit there and, and really study who we are as a people because yeah. you know it's it's we've been so damaged. You know, and um, uh, that's just kind of like something that I've done just to kind of like pay homage to to our ancestors and in a way of a blessing for for our people now in our communities. Just kind of. Uh, just to um, just to bring back a little bit of you know. Nice, I like that. Medicine. I also heard there's a rumor there might be prints of that. Yeah, actually, um, there there's going to be prints soon, and um, possibly uh, some gold leaf. Wow. I should be having those uh, up pretty soon. That's nice. That's awesome. Last one I want to talk about. I mean, there's a lot to talk about on of your artwork, but another one that that stood out to Myra and I is um, this. I, I excuse me if I call it wrong with this skull angel can you tell me a little something about that one yeah um that one's kind of like a um i, I that one especially like i paint all i paint so many things like like bad times when i'm going through really bad stuff and like that was one that um was a really one important one to me but yeah it, it's it's called eater of the unloved mm -hmm. and um it's kind of like a like a little cupid kind of that um you know, for example, let's say, you know, everybody, you know, like pain is universal, you know, so yeah. when, when you're, um, when you're alone after having your heart broken, for example, you're alone in your room and that, um, decompression, that, uh, that silence, that's almost loud. That, yes, I know. <laughs> that, that, um, you know, that pain, that, that feeling, that, that really crappy feeling, that's a manifestation of that. That it, it's basically it, it feeds on your loneliness. It feeds on your on your uh, you know your your sadness. So it, it's basically what that is, and uh, that's just something that I've always, for some reason, I mean, it's it's evolved because I mean I, I've I've thought of it in different ways, but that's kind of more or less what it's like now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just uh, it's just a manifestation of uh, the loneliness and the pain, you know, eating at you. That's cool. Hopefully we'll get prints of that one too. Huh? Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I thought of it. Yeah, yeah. I got some more stuff coming from that. Good. Too, actually. Yeah. Let's talk about how did you get into the industry? Um, well, again, like I used to draw all the time, and I would illustrate and um, just my own stuff. And um, I got into tattooing because um, a buddy of mine that I know that uh, lived by me, he was tattooing, and I would go and watch him, and um, I just I wanted to learn and. Uh, he didn't want to teach me right away, and um, I would go and help him out and draw stuff for him. You know, like just kind of just to, to kind of bug him. You know, and yeah, I know I got on his nerves, but um, he uh, he eventually taught me. He taught me a lot of things and a lot of different, um, you know, not really so many like like all these techniques, but he taught me the the basics. You know, and I kind of had to like run from there and just went off into my own thing. But yeah, that's. Uh, he was your mentor. He was my mentor, Tattoo and, Joe. And yeah. Tattoo Joe. So, and ta that's his name, Tattoo Joe. Yes. Nice. So, shout out to Tattoo Joe for mentoring Frankie. That's awesome. Yep. He developed you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And um, what's a funny story you have for us, if you'd have any, about the industry, um, or something you experienced? There's so many. Um, but uh, 
just the one that is kind of comes to mind right now is when I worked at the indoor and um, when I, uh, I, okay, it was an indoor. So, um, so, you know, you have that counter, that counter space and you have a walkway and you know, yeah. people would come up to the counter and talk to you and stuff like that. And, uh, well, anyway, I was working on a girl. I was doing a lower back, uh, like a, I guess a tramp stamp is what they call it, you know, <laughs> doing, I forgot what it was. I, I knew it had a butterfly in it, but I don't remember. Oh yeah. That was in a, that was, that was unique. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, you know, her friend's sitting, you know, standing actually on the other side of the counter. They're talking and, and I'm tattooing and I'm just looking up, you know, make sure, you know, if anyone's at the counter coming up. Because I used to work actually there alone. If my buddy wasn't there, uh, I'd be there alone. So I'd have to kind of run the, you know, the front. And, um, you know, so as I'm uh, as I'm tattooing her and she's talking to her friend and I look at her friend. I, I, one moment I look up, her friend's giving me this like this or just looking at her just really serious. And I'm like what's up you know and she's just like starts passing out you know like she's like she's passing out and i'm like oh okay so i, I put the machine down and i kind of hold her you know kind of hold her up but i'm still crouched down you know uh -huh. and i'm still down there and i'm just like okay like i didn't want her to fall because i had her on this weight bench you know she her she's leaning you know forward on this <laughs> weight bench on the back part and um so then you know as i just see her shoulders dropping more and more i just noticed that um this just, this like, this warm breeze of septic fart just like <laughs> hits me in the face as she's she passed out, so she's lost all you know, all control, all control, and I just you know, and I made it, made it. It just hits me right in the face, you know, and, and oh man, I that, that just tore me up, you know, like that, you know, like you know, and I, I had to finish that. I just. I, I think I went home after that. I was, yeah, I think that uh, I, I sucked it all in. It was a nice good. septic, uh, <laughs> septic perfume for you, huh? Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> well, let me ask you this: Did you take it in the mouth? I did. <laughs> That's pretty much where, where I took it. What's yeah. that? What's the famous uh, Bill Clinton words? Did you inhale? I did not inhale. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, Cool. That, that's a that's a very good story. Thanks for sharing that. And wherever that woman is with the butterfly tramp stamp, <laughs> I hope um, I hope you got it removed. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, you say you've been tattooing for twenty years. Um, back then we didn't have social media. So how did you get your clients? Um, well, you had to kind of depend on the people walking in. Or, you know, if you, you know, word of mouth, you know, you kind of, I mean, I can't say you can't, you have to depend on the people walking in, uh, but, you know, word of mouth, just you, you're, you know, one of the biggest sayings out there was, you know, the tattoo you do on people, that's your card, you know, and then people will ask about it and then they'll give you the number, they'll give them the number, you know, that's kind of more or less how that went, you know, um, we would, um, you know, and actually, you know, I, I, I work in shops where, you know, everybody was kind of rude. So it's just kind of, you know, you, you had to, I, I strategically would be nice so that people would come <laughs> to me, you know, and, uh, you know, just kind of make, you know, that, 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 uh, that uh, relation with people, you know, try to have that because I, it's like, I wasn't, I mean, even then, you know, like, like it was already, you know, shops are kind of coming up everywhere. Um, you wanted to be nice because it was growing, you know, and yeah. you know, you couldn't just treat someone like crap and then, you know, they'll just go somewhere else. You know? Yeah. It's funny you say that. Cause even I have quite a few tattoos and it was hard for me to find a good artist cause I'm openly gay mm -hmm. and there's not very many 
at the time, there wasn't that very, very many accepting tattoo shops, which I always found weird because money's money. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is that a thing? Like just artists are not very friendly. I mean, because I've walked into shops where I mean, they just look at you. There's like no, you know, interaction. I've, I've worked with, with artists that are like me that have severe anxiety and all that. And, um, you know, there's a huge difference between an artist that is suffering with anxiety that has to push himself to put on that song and dance. Mm -hmm. And then you have the other artist that just thinks he's like God's gift and just kind of, you know, he, I guess he's rich or something. He doesn't need money. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You know, and, um, I, I just, you know, I, I've gone through that. So I've seen both sides of that. And um, I understand because some, there, there have been times where I couldn't talk to somebody because it just, it's killing me. You know what I mean? And, and it sucks, you know, having that, but I never wanted to come off like that, but I'm sure it did. You know, like yeah. I didn't want to, you know, talk or whatever, but um, you know, like then again, like I said, I, I've dealt with people that, don't have that problem, you know, but I don't know, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, um, it, it seems like a lot of artists just fool themselves sometimes, you know, and which sucks, you know, I, I don't want to say names, but I've met people that I felt were heroes and they were just total dicks, you know, and so, yeah. wow. that's a, that's a, a sad point, I think, in, in any industries and you meet someone and you're like, wow, you created this amazing stuff. And then you're a total asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it all, then all the good stuff go down the drain. Yeah. Really. Exactly. You know, and that's the truth of it. And I think wherever, cause in, and it's true, this might sound a little controversial, but tattoo artists are a dime a dozen, right? Mm -hmm. Just like tax preparers. I'm a tax preparer. They're a dime a dozen, mm -hmm. but it really is the experience you give your clients. Yeah. Keeps them coming back. Sure. Well, and good work. Good sure. work. Yes. Yes. Um, Frankie, how, how do you feel the industry has changed in the past from when you first started up to now that you're an entrepreneur and an owner of a shop? Um, well, I, I, I did have a shop before. And, uh, and you know, when what happened, well, a lot of people that don't know about my shop that the tree fell on it. <laughs> and it, it, that's kind of what, what caused me to. And if you do come into Ghost Stories Tattoo, you will see a picture of yeah. the original Ghost yeah. Stories. Yeah, we'll have that in. We have that in. Well, I hope the tree doesn't fall. Well, yeah. yeah we have some. The trees are, aren't close here. So, um, you know, um, when that happened and, and the whole, you know, shop started, like, I just closed that up. Um, MySpace was actually beginning to really really get big uh, and um i just remember seeing all these artists like were just growing and, and getting followers and friends and all that stuff and um you know um, i'm seeing how that was growing for them and you know all i could really do was bitch about them a tree fell on my shelf you know <laughs> but um you know so so i could say that back then that um yeah, it wasn't, it, it's, it wasn't easy. You know, you had to just the, the old fashioned flyers and passing out cards, talking to people, you know, just that, you know, and nowadays it's like, you know, you have uh, social media, Instagram is one of the bigger ones that you, that acts as your storefront. And, um, you know, you put your work out there, you put whatever information you want to put out there and to contact you and um, people will, you know, look at your stuff and hit you up that way and you're meeting them the day of their appointment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's, that's kind of one of the more uh, modernized ways of getting clientele. Uh, and then of course the, the, the word of mouth thing will never die. The, that old way of uh, 
gaining customers because I mean I get I get referrals all the time. You know that that's that's something that's always going to be there. Yeah, that never that's a non yeah. non dying thing. So can you say the hustle was more real back then than now? Because now I mean with the social media you you post and I mean I'm on Instagram but. I'm still getting used to the posting. I don't understand how people do this. My, I don't have time. I don't have time to post. You need, you need an Instagram 101. So if any yeah. of our any of our I do. any of our subscribers want to give Myra, it's not Instagram so much this. I mean, I'm figuring it out. It's just where do people find time to post? Because I don't have that kind of time. Like I struggle to do one post. It's a lot of work. It is. Yeah. That's like another job, and I just don't have time. But no. I know I, I'm getting better. I'm, you know, I'm trying. You have to learn so, the keys of the hashtag. Well, sometimes I forget. <laughs> sometimes I forget. I mean, I see people are posting on the daily a couple posts oh, a day. And it's like, yeah. how do you do that? But back to Frankie, I mean, the hustle, you know, you talk about word of mouth and passing out flyers. Um, mm -hmm. And now with social media, it's like, I mean, I see different artists are just, they post pictures and that's I'm, how. I think the hustle is, it's actually the same. Because um, you know you still you still want to be available. You still want to be um, uh, you want to post that you're available today, or you know you have an appointment here, or you know on, on this day available, or, or whatever. Who wants to come get this done? Or you know you still want to you still want to do that, even though you know you have um, you want to have your days you know kind of uh, taken up with with work. So you want to put those uh, you want to put that out there. So you want to fill those days up. And um, I see it as a little harder. It was a little harder back then because um, you didn't have that. You kind of had to like what, call people. I knew people that, that artists that did that. They would call, you know, hey, you want to finish up this sleeve that you're doing, or you know, you want to you want to finish up that leg piece, or you want you know, when it was slow, you know, the, I knew people that did that. Uh, to me, that was never really my thing. Like I, because I, I kind of felt like I'm bothering people, but. <laughs> but um, but hey, man, it, whatever works, you know what I mean. And um, that—that's just my hang-up, you know what I mean. Like that was just my thing. But uh, yeah, the hustle, the hustle is always real, regardless. It's always if you're not hustling, that's that extra, you know what I mean. Even though social media kind of is open twenty-four hours a day, you know, you the hustle doesn't hurt, you know. Yeah, I think it, what it's called is grassroots hustling. Mm -hmm. I don't think grassroots hustling ever goes out of business. No. I think it's a it will it's always the most effective way in any business yeah is is you get out get out hit the pavement yeah. you, you you can post but you got to hit the pavement yeah so, awesome. now how do you feel the industry should evolve um well i mean i think it, it has been evolving um i i don't know where it's going to end up because so many things that we wouldn't have looked at, you know, um, before, you know, um, we wouldn't have thought of like, I mean, there's so many different things now, you know what I mean? Like, like even having like removal inside the shop and you know, stuff like that. And, um, you know, like, uh, like I, uh, that said before that we have, um, you know, I've seen shops like tattooed parlor tattoo, you know, I've even seen tattoo salon, you know, like there's different, <laughs> different ways that people have tried to like kind of create this new thing, but it always goes back to its traditional, you know, roots always. I mean, not, not our old school, like, 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 yeah, like, like that, like the, uh, 
like the Samoan style. Not like that. I worked at a shop like that. And really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Was awesome shop too. Like, and they had like the traditional like Matsuha uh, um, come in and do it with the with the traditional way of tapping. You know, that's amazing. Um, but uh, I don't mean like that. But I mean like uh, you know with the, with the traditional like uh, machines and um, regardless of how you evolve, you know, it still has you still have to go with that old school. You know person to person, you know, thing. Um, but as far as the, um, I've seen different, different things, you know, personally, my preference for a shop is like, I like the low light, quiet, um, you know, just real serene shop. Yeah. I, so I can think, you know, I mean, again, like I have terrible anxiety. I, I just, I need to be, you know, comfortable, you know, got it. Um, and I and I did might drive some people crazy, you know what I mean, because they needed to be loud, and whatever. But I, I I can't do that. <laughs> but um, you know, in as far as like the way shops have evolved, like I've seen so many different shops in so many different ways, and I think they're all cool. You know, I mean, they've, you know, as far as the business and and it evolving from that, I I don't know. You know, I I don't know where it would end up. You know, there's so many possibilities, but you know, it, it's in in time, I guess. You know, like we have so many like. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I can even go as far as like saying like how, how we're using rotaries now and the cartridge system and, mm -hmm. and you know, there's so many different like, um, like uh, different ointments to use now and, you know, needle companies and just all this stuff, you know, and it's like, um, it's on its way wherever it's going, but um, I don't know. You know, I don't know where, you know. Now you mentioned something about um, having removal in the shop. Mm -hmm. uh, Ghost Stories Tattoo is part of that kind of change as well. We have a skincare yeah. uh, center in yeah. here, skincare room, where we all, uh, where the skincare uh, services is offered mm -hmm. and also tattoo removal is yeah. offered. Do you feel that that's taboo? I think it's something that um, before the old guys would not, wanted, would not have wanted that. It would have just been, what, what do we need that for, you know? Yeah. But um, I think that it's, it's um, it says a lot for the shop as far as, you know, in, in its name, caring for skin, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It, it, it's it's important, you know? I mean, I'm not saying everybody should do it, but, I mean, it's something, it's a vision we had and we did it, you know yeah. what I mean? And um, it's, it's we're, again, we're, we're um, unfolding it as, as we go, too, you know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. and so far, everything's been positive. Everything's yeah. been good, so, I mean... You know, I, th I think I think that's probably a good way of answering that. You know, like that's something that that's that's it's evolution in itself. You know? Yeah, it's cool. Um, you mentioned earlier um, one of your projects um, about being in a book. Um, do you have any other projects coming up besides the painting that you just did for the book? Um, <clears throat> aside of the book, I mean, I have an art show tomorrow actually um, in San Diego. Um, and the same Chola that we talked about is going to be featured <laughs> in, uh, at that show uh, in San Diego. Uh, and Logan, um, the uh, the artist, uh, her name is uh, on Instagram is Mr. B Baby, uh, M R B B A B Y. Um, she asked me to to be a part of the show, and I, I jumped on that because I, I like her work. She's a, like I, I she's painting every day you know <laughs> and, yeah and she stays busy and she's always doing like just like like amazing stuff you know and her um she has a character and uh oh my god i want to say his name is chuko or Ch Ch chuko 
it's like a little it, it it's like a um uh, what was the animals called and uh Alabrija? I, I, I don't I don't want to say it's one of those but it's like her own little thing you know it's uh -huh. awesome, her own creation you know? yeah yeah she's just a, a really really good artist and a hustler on top of it so I mean to be part of that it was like I had to jump on that that was yeah yeah just being part shout, of that. shout out to Mr. BB Mr. B -Baby. B -Baby. B -Baby. Yeah. B baby yeah we've invited her yes. and we'll be interviewing her as well awesome what other projects do you have coming up um I'm um I'm gonna start uh, doing some more of uh, completing uh, well maybe not just completing it but uh, adding more to the series of the Choa uh, um, series that I've been working on um, that and I mean just tattooing all the time I mean nice. you know always you know, busy yeah th that's hard to say because the clients come with different stuff and you know that's, yeah. that's the best part of it you know something new all the time always something different right? yeah that's awesome. Well, Frankie, thank you for coming and spending your evening with us. I mean, you could be anywhere else in the world right now, and you're here with us. And yeah, Staring um, at Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> we're staring at the beautiful Knott's Berry Farm <laughs> and uh, Disneyland behind us, which is pretty cool. Again, if you want to fo follow Frankie on Instagram, his Instagram is Frankie. Sorry, what is your Instagram? I'm sorry. It's uh, Frankie, mm -hmm. uh, F-R-A-N-K-I-E underscore mm -hmm. Magino, M-A-G-E-N-O. Good. Follow him on Instagram, and you'll see a lot of the art that we talked about. Um, I know you have prints coming on. I know you're working with your team on that, yeah, uh, which is pretty exciting. Uh, so make sure you follow him on that. Make sure you follow Ghost Stories Tattoo on Instagram so you can uh, stay up to date with uh, our podcast, as well as any fun uh, things we have going on. Don't forget September 15th. 15th from, that's a Saturday, right? It is a Saturday. Saturday from... 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. to 10 p.m. We have our Tim Burton Flash Tattoo Day, and they start at thirty dollars and up. Correct. Yes. So we hope to see all these fans out here. We can talk talk all everything about movies and Tim Burton stuff, and uh, we'll be posting a sneak peek of the Flash that the artists oh, are creating. Good. Yes. Yes. Oh, so nice. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. Stay tuned for that, and. Um, Myra, let's have another productive week, and we'll be back here in a few few days to record more of uh, these amazing artists. What do you think about the interview today? I think it was great. Yeah, yeah. It's nice yeah. to hear from Frankie and kind of hear a little bit of his backstory and his fart story and, <laughs> <laughs> and kind of where he's came, come from, and, and, and we can't wait to hear from more artists. So yes. have a good night, everybody, and all you ghouls out there, and don't forget to subscribe. Uh, to this podcast so you can stay up to date on everything and we will talk to you guys later so we're signing out and we're turning off the lights blowing out the candles out here at the ghost story studio in anaheim and we will talk to you guys later unpleasant dreams good night